This podcast is number four and titled Building Towards Integration. I'm going to read a quote first by Lucille Cetacrans, who wrote in the book The Nature of the Soul. As the energy of the divine will or light impacts out the consciousness of the beginner on the path, we see it manifesting within his mind as the will to good. This is the first major step he takes in his reorientation toward embracing the soul's consciousness. In the podcast of the Human Constitution, I discuss the various parts of the personality and its vehicles or bodies. We'll continue building our knowledge about the becoming the soul. This podcast deals directly with the three with three main themes. Description and definition of the spiritual integration process, the stages of the personality, integration and transformation. It'll be continued into podcast number five, the one after this. And also the various forms and limitations and obstacles you'll encounter during the integration process, mainly in meditation. With the elimination of obstacles through purification, you will be able to transcend anything in consciousness that keeps you from spiritually moving forward with a greater expansion of consciousness. On the path of return, the spiritually aspiring individual learns to integrate the mental, emotional, and physical vehicles or bodies to form one whole with the soul. When they're united in this way, you'll function as one intelligent, loving, and living being. You will do this stage by stage as your consciousness will expand and it will and you'll attain a more inclusive awareness, a wisdom, and an understanding. In the initial phases of the integration process, you must realize that you are dealing with soul objectives and not those of the personality. The soul seeks to infuse and control the lower three or the threefold mental, emotional, and physical vehicles with the purpose of creating a whole integrated instrument to become sensitive to impressions from its higher reflection, the soul. So you're wanting to unite the three mental, emotional, and physical together into one so that you could become sensitive to the higher impressions of the soul. Regular meditation is the best tool to create a balanced, integrated personality for generating a lighted instrument. When this happens, the light of the personality and the soul blend and become the lighted way. Personality must have a clear and definitive mental understanding in order to move forward to facilitate integration. You must first create a firm and stable foundation in your lower concrete mental nature, and this will establish a mental perspective and not an emotional one. As stated in the chapter, or I should say in the previous podcast on Constitution of Man, the soul manifests through lower intelligent or the concrete mind on the mental plane and the abstract mind and the highest aspect of the mental plane. The abstract mind is the means for your personality to contact the soul and later with the spiritual triad. It is designed to allow impression or impressions from buddhi, from the plane of intuition, to come forward from the and replace the lower energies of the, of the personality. This then becomes the science of integration whereby you, as the aspirant, the one who aspires, learn to develop the parts and the, of the mind around coordination, the physical body in relation to the etheric body, 
you create an alignment, which is an achievement of the threefold personality. And then you want to have an integration, which is the conscious integration of the lower mind and the brain and the emotional body. So atonement of the personality with the soul to create a fusion is also a stage where you want to achieve. During this time, you'll come to recognize your relationship and inner relationship with all parts of the whole of your being and how they work together. You will find that you are dealing with your emotional nature and will probably find it most challenging. With this process, purification of your mental and emotional vehicles is ongoing, and this has been allow this has allowed the soul to have a considerable influence over your personality tendencies. Understand also that changes in the emotional and mental bodies also affect the physical etheric form, such as the chakras. For this, you need to keep keep in mind of the whole person. So you're changing your entire mental, emotional, physical structure. This is all part of the wholeness of you and how the energies and forces interplay and they control. On occasion, it's useful to step back and become detached and see the larger picture of integration and personal transformation happening within you. With regular meditation and contacting the higher mind of the soul, the gap between your lower bodies and uh, will be bridged. This brings your personality into a higher awareness and will eventually result in a soul-integrated personality. At this point, you have considerable understanding of the nature of energy, that is, focused emotions and thoughts, with the force, which is will, through the practice of meditation. So you're understanding that the energy, which is your, which is your thoughts and emotions, and the force energy in your being, your consciousness, is will. These three energies are, you're learning to work with these stronger. And through the practice of meditation and spiritual study, your life and consciousness can apply livingness, that is, you're living a higher energy of the soul coming through you, and it will demonstrate that you are being, you're bringing in the soul's light into your mind with intentionality while outwardly manifesting the reality as focused service. So as much as you connect with the soul and allow this integration to take place with your mental, emotional, physical nature, um, you're you're balancing out these energies and you're remember the soul is midway between the higher part of ourself, the spirit, which is pure will, pure intelligence and pure love or compassion understanding. And these are the nature of who we are truly at our deepest levels. And so that's what we're aspiring to become. And so the, the integration process helps to move towards that at the latter part of the integration process, you as the aspirant, the one who aspires, will undergo what's called initiations. These are rare events when your consciousness is expanded and your personality is transformed to become more fused and soul integrated. I'll be talking about initiations in um, what the next podcast, the next couple of podcasts. During the integration process, which takes place over a long period, at some point your perspective will expand and you'll get to see at the level of humanity that it too is progressively learning to integrate all of the desperate parts together of the family unit, the social order, the nation, the world of nations into a relational whole. Obviously, humanity is not integrated right now. 
We have war between nations, between groups, between political parties, between uh, families. Uh, we have uh, between uh, economic alliances, tensions. So this is part of the great process we have to do. We see this at the microcosmic level, the human, the single human, and we also can see this at the higher level of the the whole, which is humanity. So um, let's step back a moment and understand that there's two central themes discussed in this podcast. One is about personal transformation through various methods and techniques. And the other is about purification and overcoming limitations in your consciousness. When moving from a lesser state of consciousness to a higher requires you as the aspirant to remove all obstacles in consciousness that block the radiant life of the soul. So at this point, we're going to start talking about the stages of development of personal transformation. And the process of soul integration happens through the following stages. This will be an overview of the next couple of podcasts, too, about what we're going to be covering very generally. I'm going to talk about the path of the mystic, moving on to the path of probation, moving on to the path of uh, discipleship or esotericism, and then finally culminating with the path of initiation. The paths of discipleship and initiation will be discussed in the next two podcasts. During these stages, the aspirant will go through numerous expansions of consciousness and purifications of anything that blocks a direct soul connection. The path of the mystic. Mystical path is characterized by devotion to a person or ideal and possibly a feeling of pure beingness. The mystic does not necessarily inquire about the experience in his mind. At this stage, he expresses great love and devotion toward a cause, a teaching, or a teacher, quite possibly for many lifetimes. In the Ageless Wisdom teachings, we understand that our primary teacher is the soul, which guides our inner spiritual development. A true teacher, just as a great leader, is one who will not so much give you something or something or somebody who for you to follow blindly, but show you qualities and assets you already have. The teacher will encourage you to use your gifts and show how to nurture them. The true teacher will see your weaknesses, and together you will work with him or her to realize how to move through any issues. The devotee must be open in his heart and his mind to answers. He does this typically through asking or prayer work. Looking for answers to difficult questions and guidance can take some time to resolve. Eventually, a lifetime will come when the mystic will want to expand his or her consciousness and know about what he has been so enthralled about beyond the devotional stage. The path of the mystic can be seen as a preparation period for acquiring knowledge. This will draw him onto the probationary path. Nearing the end of the path, the mystic will begin to yearn for knowledge about the forces and energies that influence him. He may have mystical experiences that can cause changes in his consciousness. He may ask, why is this problem happening? Or what is the meaning of this experience? Or how can I achieve or connect with this higher level of consciousness again? This yearning will cause him to be drawn onto the probationary path after a measure of purification, and he quite probably will also take the first initiation. I'll discuss this initiation in the next, next couple of podcasts. 
And the probationary path, or the path of probation, begins when the individual begins to ask and inquire about how and why situations happen in life. This stage is highlighted with purification of the mind, the thoughts, and emotions. This will begin to draw him uh, or for studying the rudiments of the nature of energy and force, that is, the use of the will as an influence, as he simultaneously begins to a conscious purification of his lower bodies by letting go of addictions. In a broad sense, addiction is a persistent and compulsive activity that is harmful to the user. In the esoteric sense, this refers to a behavior or behaviors that the aspirant knows to be harmful to the spiritual path and connection with the soul. In this way, addiction can be either material or subjective. Examples of the most common addictions are drinking, drug use, cravings of the flesh, overshopping, and gambling. Addictions are directly related to glamour, which is illusions in the astral body, maya, uh, illusions in the physical form, or illusions in the mind. Although the aspirant will not have mastered his or her lesser tendencies until he nears the end of the spiritual path, there is nevertheless an ongoing process of purification which will last lifetimes. But it depends on the individual, his ability to confront difficulties, particularly emotionally, the ones that are emotionally related. The control and transformation of one's lesser tendencies to a higher and more expansive perspective are central to the aspirant's initial development and growth. In reality, when moving from one stage of consciousness to another, overcoming the emotional nature is considered the most difficult process one will go through and which will take the most time. This is most evident in the probationary stage where the aspirant is tested by the soul. To grasp this, one only has to realize how difficult it is to release an emotional attachment to a person or thing, or thinking about a thing. In the latter stages of the path, the aspirant will learn to control his emotional astral nature through an act of will by mentally knowing how to work with and deal with the energies in his consciousness. At this stage, you'll begin preliminary study of uh, maya, which I talked about, physical cravings, glamour, the emotional astral energy, and illusion, mental on the probationary path. Um, The probationer will practice responsibility, goodwill, and cooperation in his life's encounters. He begins to see and understand the importance of bringing harmlessness and selflessness to service-related activities. Through these efforts, he works at building his character in the image of the soul and its higher values. As a result, the soul's, the soul's consciousness, or causal body as it's also called in the, in the teachings, which stores all previous experiences of previous incarnations, is purified, and it becomes a receptacle for the Christ principle, which is basically, in essence, the um, indicates an elusive but potent energy expression of the Christ within an individual, such as the principle of sharing. The energy is not limited to the Christ, but it is always part of the soul and can be assessed accessed by aligning with the soul and expressing the values such as goodwill, selfless love, and sharing. For one who holds this alignment, he has become a living embodiment of this energy and ex- exhibiting all of its qualities. This is an effect 
This is, in effect, an identification with this type of energy while exhibiting all of its qualities. So as much as you identify with the Christ principle, the idea of the energies of uh, goodwill, selfless love, and sharing, for example, on the path of probation, you'll start being open to the concept of sharing, and you'll want to reach out to other people and share this information with other people, to share this new wisdom you have. You, you'll be attracted to doing service-related things for other people. For most people, the Christ principle is expressed as an urge towards bettering human relationships. That is, bringing people together and sharing and cooperating. While consciously purifying your nature, during this time, your consciousness is influenced by different activities developing in your consciousness. Uh, Activities can be increased mental activity. You start to learn to control the mind and stabilize it so it can be used at your command. At this time, subjective training happens without you consciously knowing knowing about it, that is, in the background of your consciousness. With your connection with the soul developing, you are learning to deal with your weaknesses and to correct them due to an increasing sensitivity and impression from the soul. In essence, you are learning to know yourself on deeper levels. In addition, you're learning the rudiments about the power of glamour and maya, the influences of on the body, the physical form, the influences and the and the desires and the uh, feelings of emotions uh, in your personality, particularly physical and emotional glamours, as I mentioned. Remember, glamour is an illusion in the astral body. In this work, the soul's purpose is to lift the aspirant from an emotional reactive world and learn to dwell in the calmness of the higher mind to become responsive to life and its circumstances, not reactive. The individual or the person who is uh, the probationer will want to look at for establishing a modicum modicum of rhythmic living and moving towards self-knowledge, that is, through like self-study, for example, spiritual study. You can begin deeper understanding of the lower self and the soul through spiritual study, you begin the process of recognition of what is called the not self. This is a this is a term used in the Hindu teachings, uh, learning about knowing about the parts of your lower self that does not express the love and the uh, the light and the love of the soul's nature. So you identify uh, those parts of yourself that are not of the soul, and you identify the parts you know are of the soul, such as love and cooperation and goodwill and sharing. So you have this duality in consciousness, which will continue well into your uh, the path of discipleship or esotericism. During this time also, you'll have an increased responsiveness to ideas. As much as you remove obstacles in your consciousness, consciousness you will grow with increasing sensitivity to the lower to the inner voice of the soul and its urges or impressions. This could cause a stimulation and inclination towards adapting new ideas and service-related activity for the betterment of humanity, or whatever service-related activity you're involved with. You will also have an increased psychic sensitivity. This will start happening. You, you will be influenced by an allurement to psychic powers, and, and you will also learn hopefully not to use them for self-assertion, you know, for getting the betterment for yourself, like making money or something. At this time, your faculty of intuition will begin to develop. 
By studying your personality in these ways, you learn the basic concepts of analyzing your motives in what you do and think. So key points of transformation to keep in mind. Soul contact is not integration. So just understand that you can make soul contact, like for example, as the path of the mystic, the person is able to connect on a deep emotional devotee level with the divine, with that higher energy, uh, but it's not necessarily integration. Because the integration process is involving a conscious awareness that you are participating in this process, albeit in the beginning you're not so conscious about the transfer of energies, but you really are becoming more conscious as you go along. Uh, The path is probationary in the sense of how the soul might evaluate and guide a person's growth. And due to an increasing soul influence, a probationer might be inclined to take him or herself outside of their usual comfort zone and take risks, such as overcoming an addictive habit or facing a fear in an effort to grow spiritually. I describe a technique called the as-if technique, and it will allow the probationer or the individual to emulate the higher soul energies of cooperation and goodwill and to move past a troublesome energy and consciousness. So if you think about an energy within you, simply say you have a, you have an addiction toward uh, too much sugar, for example, um, and your diet has this and has a problem in your diet there, obviously. So what you do is you're conscious of this addiction or your attraction to it, and you want to lessen it. So as if you just simply know that the higher the higher thing is, is it simply says, control your addiction, control your desire for this. And so you're acting as if you act as if you've already overcome it, which means you stop doing it for maybe several days at a time and see how it feels or do it for much longer. That's acting as if and doing at the same time. So this is a path about learning responsibility for one's own actions or becoming responsible. This is like the beginning of learning responsibility. In this time of development, you are character building. You're learning to practice self-control over your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. And this will pave the way towards preparation of greater expansions of consciousness and service. In the purification phase, which will last well into your uh, well well into the uh, path of liberation, lifetimes that is, you must learn to walk the path and endeavor to cause the least negative harmful impact on others as possible. So basically, in very in essence, practice harmlessness in thought, feeling, and action. For this effort, you'll learn to open your heart to love and to not take. This is a time when the heart will be opening, um, and that's when you're starting to get outside of yourself and um, not be selfish, not just into yourself only or for me only, but you're leaching out to what are the needs of others and being of service. You begin to realize and make decisions and observations about the self from a mental perspective and not the emotional. So you start to come to understand that simply says, am I making a decision? Am I, am I saying something from an emotional place or am I saying it from, oh, I know this is in a more intelligent way to express myself instead of causing reactivity. Sometime at the end of the path of probation and beginning the path of discipleship, the individual will take the first initiation. 
In the next podcast, I'll be continuing a discussion on the stages of transformation, that is, about discipleship and initiation.